This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Everybody check your collection of Matt Groening books and see if Bradley ah, Trainer's name is written on the gone. inside. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I used to love Gary Larson to the Far Side oh, yeah. books. I used to go to the B. Dalton and Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. You know which ones mm. I loved? And then we'll get to the question. By the way, the question is, what celebrity truth do um, you want to know? 651-641-1071. And if it's easier to think about, just like if there's a celebrity secret or Hollywood secret, a history's mystery that you've wanted to know the answer to, that's that's what we're talking about when we say celebrity truth, not like... Are celebrities really aliens? Right. Like a specific story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really quick, the book that I loved was called Sniglets. Oh, yeah. Sniglets. By Rich Hall. Oh, oh for sure. I, I had the Sniglets that. books. Loved that. Sniglets were like made up words, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is like absolutely, I was just so telling... completely how we speak anyway on this show. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's like creating words that aren't there, but they actually mean something. Yeah. Like publationship would be a Sniglet. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is the celebrity uh, Hollywood secret that you wish you knew the absolute truth to? Like things like here. Let me throw out some examples to get to get people popping. Like <laughs> who actually is the song you're so vain about? Right. You're There's all kinds so of rumors, vain. and everybody thinks they know, but truly who only one JR? person knows. Don't we know the answer to that? I think so. I okay. don't know. It's been a long time. But, All right. Yeah. Uh, Holly, let us know when we have any callers. or We have a caller. Okay. What is uh, our caller's name? Our caller's name is Jack. Hello, Jack. Jack, what is the celebrity Hollywood secret that you wish you knew the answer to? Well, I want to press you guys on this because why has Jennifer Aniston been married and divorced three times? And who would be the perfect man for her? Or what characteristics would he have? Mm. Oh. Interesting. I like this. You just like came up with your very own Hollywood mystery. Um, I think, thank you for your call, Jack. I think the reason that she's been married and divorced three times actually is that she wasn't married the third time. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. But she never got married to Justin that, I mean, that, There's a Hollywood mm-hmm. secret right there. The, the, the theory, it's not a theory, the, um, what's the word? Conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory is that she and Justin Thoreau never actually legally married. Yeah. And so it was quite an easy split because they weren't married. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. What? (laughs) Uh, What celebrity Hollywood secret do you wish you knew, Bradley? I mean, I think uh, we can all agree that on some level, the biggest secret we all want to find out the answer to is... uh, what I was gonna make something up dumb. Mm-hmm. No, um, who like what happened that night uh, with Natalie? Natalie Wood, Wood yes. right? Yeah. That is what I want to know too. And you know what? I really, honestly think 
I don't think anybody actually knows. That's why I look. All of it. I mean, that's one positive to death, right? So that, like, when we die, great. This is fun. I imagine we're going to find out, or at least have early access to that information. Mm-hmm. So I'll be checking in on Natalie Wood. Yeah, like, hey, when I'm hey, girl, what happened? What really happened? No, I do think that that is like a desperate. People have a desperate because it's one we'll never know. That. No, despite what all of the latest books and shady. Um, you know, looks from what's his name, Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner. You know, come to pass. I I just think nobody's really ever gonna know, and mm-hmm. and it's supposed to be that way, or or we would know. Yeah, but no one's checked in on Christopher Walken lately, right? So here's the other thing: is like I think everybody was so impaired that night, they might not even be clear on all the details. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean, Vern? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What celebrity truth or Hollywood secret? Do you wish you knew the answer to? Um, you know, this is like, um, I don't even know if this actually falls into the category, but uh, I'm going to say it does because it happened in Hollywood and it did garner the attention of Hollywood. Um, I would, I, I am mildly obsessed with the Black Dahlia murders. And oh, yeah. I want to know that. Yeah. Because there's a lot of details to that Technically, story. Technically, that was in California. Well, it was in Hollywood, Los Angeles. But she right? was, yeah, and she was an aspiring actress. Yeah. And so it definitely, like, captured the attention of of Hollywood. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think I kind of cheated a little bit, but I'm going to go with it. Uh, 651 What's the Hollywood secret you wish you knew the answer to? Who do we have on the line? Peg's joining us. Hello, Peg. Peg, what is that Hollywood secret or mystery that you wish you knew the answer to? I really need to know what happened with Brad and Angelina on that airplane. Yes. What did Brad do? Yes. Thank you. And did he really pee uh, Uh, on the tarmac? On the tarmac in International International Falls. Falls. Oh, I can totally see that. Right? But I would see Angelina doing a roundhouse kick to his head (laughs) if he did anything, you know, remotely physical yeah to the kids yeah. especially right because mama yeah. bear mama bear would would show up right that's right thank you for your call peg that's a good one actually i feel like there was one like there's one that we have talked about recently um that i want to know mystery that, and i can't remember what it was celebrity i mean there's so many well i know but there's like one very specific one that i know we've been talking about recently um, that I want to know the answer to, and now I cannot for the life of me remember well, give me what it is. Some sort of hint. I mean, we've been talking about celebrities because that's what we do. I I can't remember what it is, but when you brought this up earlier, I was like, well, obviously it's this thing that we talk about all the time. Well, Kim and Kanye. Yeah, maybe that was it. Do you want to know what really is going on inside their relationship? Yeah. I mean, there's sort of the perfunctory things of celebrity that we'd love to see behind like behind the publicationship. Right. Well, like... Should be a good series, by the way, behind the publicationship. I think any publicationship, that's what I want to know about. Like, how do Nick and Priyanka operate? Mm -hmm. Um, Holly, who do we have on the line now? We have Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hey, Kelly, what is the celebrity or Hollywood mystery you wish you knew the answer to? I want to know what the details are of Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes' yes. divorce, the top secrets that she can't talk about, and having to do with Suri. I want to know all that stuff. Right? Yeah. Right? That's the yeah. bummer, is that we will probably not ever know until she writes a tell-all and figures out that the Church of Scientology can't hurt her. 
thank you for your call, Kelly. That's a good one. It is a good one. Yeah, because that because that one. Yeah, and there. I mean, there are so many celebrity mysteries going all the way back to the golden age of Hollywood and before. I was just listening. You know, our friend Eric Rivenis, who does the most notorious podcast, Mm -hmm. he just had a whole episode. I think it was a current one about Thelma Todd, who's an actress you might not remember, but and I didn't really know the story until I listened to it. She was found dead in her uh, car uh, uh, at the wheel um, in the garage, and a lot of people have speculated that you know she was murdered. Mm. It's there's all sorts of mysteries like that, right? Absolutely. Also, the one with Lana Turner, her daughter, and mm. Lana Turner's boyfriend yes. Johnny Stompanato. Because didn't didn't there the theory is that. Lana Turner kill or the daughter killed? Well, the theory the theory is that Lana Turner killed her boyfriend Johnny Stampanato, yeah. but her daughter Cheryl Crane was took the, took the fall. Took the fall and confessed to the murder, and that it that murder was a justifiable homicide, but that it was the conspiracy is is that Cheryl took the fall because it would look bad on Lana Turner if she stabbed oh. and killed her boyfriend. Yeah, and they knew that the kid would get away with it. Right. Well, or at least she wouldn't be held accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about the story about the, uh, what? I'm serious right oh, now. I thought you were going to tell no, us some fib. The, what, we just talked about this very briefly the other day about William Shatner's former wife. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some mystery there. And that Christopher Plummer helped mm-hmm. clean up the scene of the crime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she allegedly drowned. And does Army Hammer eat people? I mean, duh. Uh, Jeff says, do you think we'll ever really know the whole truth about Michael Jackson? Uh, do you want to know? I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, how about you could be, you could find out the truth, but then you'd have to know the truth. See, that's the thing. And then you'd walk around knowing the thing. And allegedly that there are people who know the truth who will stop you from knowing the truth. It, it gets, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause then they know, you know, Mm-hmm. But do they? But they don't know that you know that they know that okay, you stop. know. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we got to talk about the Royals. It looks like they're trying to make Megan look bad again. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 107.1. Welcome to Royal Chat on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainer. Hey! hey how's it going? You know, just hanging out, doing it. So there's this, uh, you know, uh, this uh, interview with Oprah coming up with the Megan and the Harry. Oh my God, I almost forgot. Well, no, you didn't, because the media won't let you forget. No, in fact, it looks like there might be an actual campaign on a certain in, from a certain part of the media to make Megan look bad. Prior to this Oprah interview... Or at the very least, and I actually think the truth is somewhere in between, as um, we've said previously, there's a campaign to get, regardless of what you think, there's a a concerted effort to get as many eyeballs on this interview as humanly possible. Because now there's like this back and forth um, between people who allegedly bullied um, Meghan McCain. What? Meghan McCain? Excuse me? What does she have to do with the story? You guys... Are you feeling all Meghan right? Markle. There are people that allege that she was a bully and now she's like, uh, hold on here. I'm being bullied by the media. Um, the headline most recently is from Us Weekly. Meghan Markle responds to allegations she bullied a palace advisor before royal step back, meaning that she was a bully before they uh, left the royal family officially. Mm-hmm. 
And this comes from a Times report initially on Tuesday that says it was approached. And the Times, I mean, this is the, the what kind of Times is this? London Times? Are you doing okay over there? Well, I just don't know. It's the Times. Well, it's sure. just called the Times, but I that's, want to point out that it's not the New York got Times. It. No, that's, that the, would be the Times of London. London. The Thank Sunday you. Times. <laughs> <laughs> So a tabloid, right? No, like a legitimate newspaper. Yeah, but like they're the are they're not big fans of Meghan Markle at the Times. I don't know. There's a perspective, I think, is what I hear uh, you say. I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised. Anyway, yeah. the moral of the story is thank you for clarifying and, and I'll let the media uh critics do their due diligence to to correctly put things into context. But I will say in terms of this very superficial story that was reported on May, uh, March 2nd, they say that they were approached by Palace Aids. Um, not Palisades, Palisades. Uh, but in the Palisades. From... Were they approached in the Palisades by <laughs> Palace Aids? Exactly. And they allege that one of Markle's former advisors filed a bullying complaint against Meghan Markle when she and Prince Harry were living at Kensington Palace. Now, that was the story. <clears throat> Are you okay? I am. Okay. That first came out. Yeah. And now she's responding through, uh, you'll remember a guy by the name of Omid Scobie. Yeah. He's the, uh, like the biographer, but like the, he's unauthorized, right? Well, he was one of the authors of that biography. Right. That was allegedly, allegedly unauthorized. Authorized. But we assume that it was. Let's just say they informed. probably didn't argue with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, through Omid Scobie, a rep for Meghan said in a statement, quote, The Duchess is saddened by this latest attack on her character, particularly as someone who has been the target of bullying herself and is deeply committed to supporting those who have experienced this pain and trauma. So what you have here is a he said, she said, or they said, she said. Mm -hmm. And really, um, you know, I mean... This wouldn't be the first time that the press has come for Meghan Markle. Right. In fact, the British press in particular has come for her since she made herself known, which is not surprising. A, um, racism. B, American. So what do we call that? Xenophobia. Whatever you want to call it, they weren't fans of Meghan, Meghan Markle. Right. So this is not a surprise. The fact that she's responding, I think, is also not a surprise, not because she's not entitled to defend herself, but more importantly, this is prior to an interview that it aims to correct the record or at least provide perspective from Meghan and Harry's side of uh, things. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That they don't want being, they don't want the oxygen 
for the moment being sucked up by negative stories from the British press. Right. So are you saying um, that by her addressing them, it sort of fans the flames of them? Well, I think it's probably like she's not it's it's a win win. Right. Right. By responding, because some people would say, like, why are you responding to this nonsense? Right. Like they've been after you for years. Why would you stoop to their level? If she responds to it, it gets in headlines. It reminds people that there's this. Yeah. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. So that's why I say it's a win win. Like she if this is the truth from her perspective and she so like on the one hand, great. She's getting her side of the story out, which she's entitled to. Right. But also, um regardless it's going to have her in people's minds them in people's minds the palace in people's minds Mm -hmm. as they approach this very big interview and it's not going to discourage people from watching the interview if anything it's going to give people further reason to watch which ultimately i imagine their whole point for getting eyeballs on this interview is to create their own voice or not create to amplify their own voice and their own story post Royal family duties. Right. So it's not a bad thing if, if people, you know, if, if they're in headlines prior to this interview. But our job is to be careful not to uh, accept all stories as Bible truth. Yeah, like, I think you should be skeptical right. of anything you see about people, A, who want to be in the spotlight or want to have a public voice. Mm-hmm. But you should also then understand that there are critics and you want to be skeptical of those critics as well. So when it, when you see a negative headline about Meghan Markle, you should be very on edge right. or on what's the phrase like on tenter hooks. That no? you should just be like really hyper vigilant yes. that you're not taking somebody's line of BS. Be sensitive. Yeah. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebs behaving badly. We're going to tell you all about them after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Hi, and we've got some celebs behaving badly to tell you about. We call Presenting Lord yep. and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, crud. Where did my D-bag go? Who's your D-bag? Huh? Oh, I'll start. Sure. Okay. It's, uh, okay, so I'm going to tell the story, but and you're going to think it's one thing, but it's not that thing. It's the whole behavior. Okay. okay. Headline is... Will Smith opens up about the possibility of running for office at some point in the future. Mm-mm. No. No. Jeez. Oh, so it's not just Will Smith here, okay? It's all the celebrities who like to use this as some sort of leverage to get attention for whatever project they're working on. Yeah. People who think that they have a perspective, which we all do, right? We all have a perspective. Um, and that they would like to lend that to the political realm. And that is uh, uh, epidemic in Hollywood. Um, it's not just Will Smith. I see you, George Clooney. Uh, the Rock has said this. Uh, remember, there was a moment where people were um, wanting Oprah to run for office. Oh, God. Yeah, we talked about it. We don't actually want this. Now, does a celebrity want to run for office? Fine. But the using that as um, a way to fish for 
the public's approval for whatever project they're working on. I'm not here for this. Um, By the way, because he actually is making the rounds, he's promoting his new Netflix series, Amend, The Fight for America. So there's a a political perspective. Perspective. Thank you. That he's pushing. And so, of course, people are asking him about it. And... But, like, there's a way to answer that without being like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Because then it's this weird, like, fishing thing where Will Smith says, yeah, I I wouldn't rule out running for office. And then it makes a certain group of people go, oh, my gosh, I want Will Smith to run for office. And then he gets, like, um, personal props for that. And But we don't want that. No, in fact, I mean, okay, so there's actually, to me, two stories here. One of them is, um, no, I don't want celebrities to run for public office, right? No, thank you. Although, there is some genius to it in the sense that, like, it depends on why you think that. Like, my gut says no, because politics is politics and entertainment is entertainment. But increasingly, those lines have shifted. And if you think that that person has the ability to motivate people to accomplish a goal that you think is a good idea, then I think you can begin to make the case that it's not the worst idea in the world. Also, because celebrity is like the only currency we have in this culture, it seems like at this moment, Mm -hmm. to like garner support. So like to be popular, you have to be a celebrity. Because think about politicians right now. And we don't normally talk about politics on the show, but purely for the purposes of celebrity and pop culture, think about like, think about the politicians that are, quote, most popular. Mm -hmm. Like, it's because they have created a celebrity around themselves. I mean, that is that is politics in 2021, which I think is horrible Mm -hmm. in the sense that in a perfect world, in the in the Bradley Trainer universe, May you all can I be a superhero to see that in day. that universe? Yes. Um, in my perfect world, celebrity and politics would be two completely different spheres mm-hmm. and there would be no overlap. But I think the like those horses have left the barn. Right? Right? Right. And so I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answers, Colleen. I'm just saying I think about these things. Yeah, no, and I'm glad you do mm-hmm. because people should be. Thinking is good. Mm-hmm. We yeah. like it. I was blind, I was so Let's talk about Kimye uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, because people are worried. Yeah, and I'm having technical difficulties. Oh, I'm sorry. I swear, we need oh, a goodness. new mouse. Can we put in a requisition over here? Because this thing goes through batteries like nobody's business. Okay, there's a problem with that, I feel like. Uh, and I I wish we knew the answer. We... Because you just replaced those batteries yeah. two days ago. Maybe I'll send a tweet to Tim Cook and he can look into it. Okay, but like for right now, I can't actually. <laughs> like in this moment, well, would you like me to remind you of the headline? What, Here, I, double A 
your triple A, honey. I'll go get you some. Um, <laughs> what's what's pick your flavor? Let's see. What double do I A need? or triple A? <laughs> Which one do you want? I think there, it's honey. Double A, but let's just make okay, sure. Yeah, yeah two I double like A. You should okay, know wonderful. You've been uh, in that battery. I'll pack re- be a while. right back. Discuss okay. amongst yourselves, Thank Kim and you. Kanye. Okay, so um, we are in the midst of this publicity extravaganza regarding the end of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West divorce. Well, you guys, Kim is concerned for Kanye's well-being. I mean, okay. So Kim has told a source, or I should say rather, a source has told E.T. Entertainment Tonight. It's a real good show. That Kim will, quote, always love Kanye. Okay. Because, you know, he's the father of their children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, says that she is concerned about his stability with his mental health. Because I don't know if you know this, he suffers from bipolar disorder. It's hard to not know that. The source adds, but she says she has full faith that he'll strive to do his best to be the father and the person he once was. The divorce has been difficult for him, but knowing that he has access to his little ones and has split custody is making the transition easier. Kim and Kanye are in contact with regard to their kids. Kanye has hopes that they'll reconcile, but he's not expecting that in the immediate future. This just seems very, very designed to manipulate the audience. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Holly. Uh, to manipulate the audience, and I think Kanye West is part of that audience. But um, I also think it has to do with all the legal maneuvering that's going on behind the scenes. What do you think? Okay, so I I think a couple things. You work on those batteries. Um, There's a couple things, and some of them are deep, and many of them are shallow. The first one is this. Is this not exactly the narrative that we have been... um, That the public... It's like we're being given the public is being given the narrative that we've all been assuming, but nobody wanted to say out loud. Right. Yeah. Because that's the thing is that everybody was wondering, did his mental health have something to do with the split? Right. Yeah. Which if I'm being perfectly honest, is kind of a disgusting place to go. Right. Yeah, of course. I just don't think it does anything to help the stigma around um, mental health. Yeah. Um, and so that's my first gut reaction on this. My second gut reaction, um, this is the shallow one, uh, is that that all reads very much like a PR statement, right? And that, to me, that that tips, that sort of, what's the word, mm, raises all my flags. When, um, when you're reading a quote from a source and it just sounds like, a reporter put a nickel in them and they just kept talking. Yeah. That tells me that that was, and the words, the way you're using them, th- that was written out. Oh, so, for sure. So again, then you ask the question, who is that? Where is this coming from? And who's it benefiting? Yes. And this is coming from Chris Jenner. As do most things when it's tabloid yep. related. Yep. Because Kim is the one that benefits from this, right? Kim is the one that looks good in the story about how she will always love Kanye West, but they just couldn't make it work. And she's very concerned about his well-being. And she's hopeful that he will get the help he needs so that he can co-parent and they can continue a loving relationship as uh not husband and wife. Well, it just makes her continue to look like the sane, rational one. Right. 
the one who, you know, oh, she had to make this tough decision because it was in the best interest of her family. But I also think it's like all these leading statements, like um, just talking about, you know, like Kanye's fine with all this yeah, because he still gets to see his kids and, you know, Kim hopes he really does the right thing. And like, they're not arguing or doing anything that would you know, create drama or friction. It's it's almost like a, you better not do this. Right. Right? Right. Because despite what we've been told, every single story we've read is like, oh, they're not fighting about anything. They're expected to totally agree on everything. Right. I just don't buy that. No, nor do I. Um, No, no. I don't buy it, not even a little bit, but I think you're right. Like, there's a little bit of this that reads as a challenge to Kanye, like, um, like we're making you look real good here, buddy. Yeah. Don't you run afoul of that, right? There's like this odd sort of like threat kind of hovering around the story. Yeah. That is really gross. Yeah. There, there also is, to your point, that, you know, they're doing that. It seems like this is our conspiracy theory that is not ours, that we're borrowing from somebody else. That there's this like fancy footwork being done to try to fudge the dates of their um of their separation so that the separation occurred before the class action lawsuit that threatens to take a whole lot of Kanye West's money. Yeah. There is that is buried also in this article. Yep. Kim filing for divorce from Kanye is just a formal part of the process. The couple's been done for a while and have been amicable for a while at the end which, of the day kanye and kim love each other but they knew it was time to call it quits their children are their number one priority and no matter what we'll maintain a positive relationship for them okay. this is like don't cross us because yep. uh we got the receipts so can i also just throw this iron into the fire i don't know if that's the right analogy but this every time we read they've been done for a while it's there's nothing definite about it. There's never like, you know, maybe we'll hear they've been living separately since blank month, right? Yeah. But like, they've been done for a while. For a while, while. That can be anything. Yeah. That is so vague. And I think it's important to to remember that or pay attention to that when that is what's being the, the storyline as it's being told. Well, right? done for a while, but also there is a very specific date that they were separated on a very specific date in the beginning of January, which mm-hmm. was very important because, as you pointed out, there's this conspiracy theory that um, they needed to publish publish or put that date in the press um, so that when, you know, the time came, Kim would not be held liable for any class action lawsuit being brought against Kanye after that date. Right. Right. So this whole for a while business is meant to be purposely vague so that it sounds like like the date, you know, could have been earlier. Like the they they probably were apart earlier than this official date. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I, I don't know that we will ever know, and we've said this multiple times, when it comes to Kim and Kanye, we don't and nor should we go looking for the actual truth because we're probably not going to find it unless um, somebody gives us a bunch of money to start, you know, a private investigation firm. Which, by the way, feel free. We're not saying no to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you got, you know, you want to write a check. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but rather... We don't need to know all that stuff. 
what we do know is there's enough to to know based on the reporting that's been done, right. which indicates that there's a lot more going on behind the scenes and it's not as copacetic as the tabloids would have you believe. Right. Well, and we know that even just from pictures. Like, well, remember, and also they're telling us to watch the latest season of, of Keeping, Keeping Up, Up with, with the Kardashians. Kardashians. Right. Which, like, that'll be an interesting, I don't know, boy, I'm afraid that that's going to work on me because there is this little part of me that thinks... I want to see with my own two eyes how they're going to characterize this. But do you remember there are pictures of her in a car arguing with Kanye from when she went to visit him in uh, Wyoming? And I believe that it was right before Christmas or right around Christmas. That that picture of the two of them in the car where she's like it's clearly contentious yeah and then those leaked they didn't leak those made their way around and 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 that probably was a strategy by the kardashians too right because chris jenner wanted us to know that there was trouble in paradise that early but now it's almost like they're walking that back by saying everything is totally peaceful between the two of them they're trying to shape our perception of it and uh we're too smart for that i mean I would just like to change my D-bag for the day. It oh. is Chris Jenner. Okay, good. Again. Oh, all, right. all right, we'll take Ding it. Dong. Ding dong. Chris Jenner in the hall of She's like perennial. D-bags. She's like, she is. Like, just always know uh, that in our hearts, she's chief uh, D-bag. I mean, you have some admiration for the woman's ability to get things done in a way that you probably don't want to admit in polite mm-hmm. company because it's just not a good look. Right. Because the things look. that were the, the things that we're acknowledging she's been accomplished or that she has accomplished are not necessarily beneficial to society as right. a whole. Right. But they're beneficial to Kardashians. Her family. Yeah. Which is the most important thing. Yeah. And mostly herself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stick with us, you guys. We've been paying attention. We know things. Uh, we'll tell you things. Um, we have questions, but we think we have answers, too. So there you go. Mm-hmm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your weird food combination? Just, like, gross us out. 651-641-1071. Well, I mean, yeah, like, not, like, super gross. But, like, edible things. What kinds of things do you combine? Roadkill and ranch. That most people think are disgusting. Ranch and anything. I mean, I'm you know. <laughs> Right? Well, actually, that's the headline. Apparently, Saweetie likes to put ranch on her spaghetti. And people are kind of playfully uh, teasing her for that. Um, I don't think it's all that weird, um, but people do weird things with their food. 651-641-1071. What is your weird food combination? We will take your calls when we return on The Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071.